You are listening to Shades of Grey podcast, episode 22. I am your host, Carmen, and today I'd like to talk about keeping that same energy. So let's get started. And hello, everyone. Welcome to Shades of Grey podcast. If this is your first time listening, then welcome. The Shades of Grey podcast is produced every Friday for your enjoyment. And show notes are found in the description box as well as shadesofgraypod.com. You can also follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Shades of Grey Pod. And my personal Twitter at CDGrey89. All social media links are in the description box. Now let's get to the show. Hello, hello, hello. We have made it yet again. It is Friday, TGIF, and what a week it has been. I feel like there has been a perpetual full moon and like shit's just gone left for like three consecutive weeks now. Like it's just, it's just too much. It's just too much, too much, too much, too much. My mind, body, spirit. I can't take it. I'm just so I'm just so fed up with y'all. I just can't. I just can't. Shoes getting thrown at New York Fashion Week. Black man getting shot in his house here in Dallas. They cutting up at the US Open. These hoes at the job still getting on my nerves. I'm tired. Okay? It's just too much. Fuck. I feel like we're just trapped in like a cylinder and we're just being jostled around i'm just like i'm just over it but it's friday hopefully your week was productive listen to me i had a very productive week and i'm going to enjoy my weekend one because it's payday hallelujah okay and secondly because i just i can't I'm starting to see how workplace violence happens i just have to just i gotta unplug from everything for at least 48 hours and that's exactly what's gonna happen okay because it's too much it's too much i just want to talk about today how um people just out here playing games and you can't play games with people who are very serious like me i'm a very serious person so you can't play with me you know what i'm saying (sighs) we're gonna talk about who's taking things not so seriously out here and who's just wasting time space and resources okay let's just get to it Hopefully, this is a short episode and I don't run off on some crazy tangents, but um, I am so sick of people. (laughs) I just don't understand what is happening, but obviously I need to give my opinion 
on subject matter that everyone's already given their opinions on, right? Let's start with, obviously, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. Listen to me. Am I mad at Cardi B? Absolutely not. Because what you're not going to do is keep fucking with me, okay? I read Cardi's iOS press release. She said, listen, I tried to speak to you like an adult, not once, but twice, and you played. Like, you played games. And I see what everyone's saying about time and place, and you've got a lot to lose. I get it, 100,000%. But a person can only take so much. Have y'all not watched Snapped? Okay, like a person can only take so much. Nicki Minaj to me is a prime example of a person who spent their entire lives talking shit and has never been checked for it. You can tell by the way that Nicki Minaj moves that she's never had her ass whooped before. You see what I'm saying? Like you don't, people don't just run off at the mouth when they've had consequences to it. Whatever the consequence may be. Chin check, get your ass beat, whatever. I just said get your ass beat and I flash back to Jersey Shore when uh, J-Rod was like, you can stay, get your ass beat, you can stay, get your ass beat, you can stay, get your fucking ass beat. But that's how it is. Shout out to Jersey Shore. Listen, listen, I'm just, I fucking hate Nicki Minaj. Listen, one, she's trash. I wish she would just do pop because the pop works. Like she's trying like so hard to be hard, but I'm like, bruh, like you like 40. <sighs> you beefing with a 25 year old. <sighs> Like, you're just looking mad stupid across the board. No, I have not listened to Queen Radio. Why? Because I despise all things Apple. Mm. Is Queen, Queen Radio on Apple? I might be just be talking shit. I don't know. Anywho, I just, she's just annoying. Nicki Minaj. She's just annoying. Um, Cardi B is young. I want her to just make smarter choices. But as women... We have to show people how to treat us. I always say it all the time. You have to show people how to treat you. You have to show people how to move around you. You have to let people know what's acceptable and what's not. You not going to keep talking to me like you crazy, bitch. Okay, I'm sorry. I may be projecting a little bit because <laughs> I had a shitty week at the job with a particular person. I may be projecting my bad. It's just an unfortunate situation. It's just an unfortunate situation, but Nikki's gonna learn, and it looks like all of her skeletons are falling out of the closet now, so hey, we'll see what happens, right? Cardi, you threw the shoe. How did Ra Ali get there? Who knows? Listen, I think that your point's been made. You've let her know anytime, any place, right? You've let her know. So I think she may move a little differently. Let's hope she moves differently because, shit, could y'all imagine how this would have went down if they were at the Source Awards? Fuck! <laughs> that would have been such freaking garbage. But I'm off that. I'm off that. I'm off that. Let's talk about the U.S. Open. Congratulations to 
Naomi. Is that her name? Naomi. Congratulations to you. I'm sure you wouldn't have want to have won that way. But a win is a win. Like, I'm not a hater, right? But I want to touch on Serena Williams because I want to touch on double fucking standards. Men can get mad, punch holes in walls, break rackets, you know, kick shit, whatever, 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 and they're just blowing off steam, right? But if a woman stands up for herself or voices a grievance, the aggressive, she's throwing a fit. Go fuck yourself, okay? We are allowed to stand up for ourselves. We are nobody's stepping stool, and you're going to take your fucking foot off our necks, okay? And who won't beef with Serena? Like, she looks like she could snap anyone in half at any given moment, right? But I'm just sick of it. But it's not just, um, it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just frustrating. You know what I'm saying? Like, for years and years and years and years and years, they've been trying to throw up every roadblock that they can against this woman and she just, she just hurdles them. Like, she jumps them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just give up. Like, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, they have successfully taken your sport, okay? It belongs to them now. Get over it. So now I read another article today that Tennis Empires, they are considering, like, boycotting her matches, what a way to throw a fit and what a way to show your sexism and your racism. If we want to be quite honest, like, I'm just tired of these fragile white feelings. Like, I just can't take it anymore. Like, it is not my fault that it's not our fault, the collective indigenous peoples of the world it's not our fault that you as the fucking minority of this planet have set up obstacle after booby trap after whatever the fuck you want to throw and we're still here and we're still thriving that is not our fault so get the fuck over it stop throwing these tantrums okay you keep throwing up all these rules or, or or changing the rules in the middle of the fucking race all in efforts to to widen the gap between you see what I'm saying like y'all are just you're just getting on my nerves you're just getting on my nerves Serena Williams got fined $17,000 in that match now I'm sure for her it's it's um you know a drop in the bucket but $17,000 is still $17,000. You see what I'm saying? Like, she could have used that for a vacation or her charities or whatever, but she had to pay these fines off some bullshit. The man got mad because he got called a thief. I've heard people get called a lot worse. Have y'all ever seen that movie Godzilla from, like, the early 2000s? She called that man a douchebag, gutter slime, dog crack, puke chunk. I think that's a lot worse than a thief. <laughs> okay. 
or asshole or bitch. Now, what you, now she called a man a bitch. I probably could have seen how he got a little upset. You see? I think it's some bullshit. I do. It's not fair. But this is why we need to advocate for women. This is why we as women need to stand up for ourselves. You know, black, white, yellow, brown. Like we need to show men in particular, white men more specifically. You do not get to treat us this way. You do not get to tell us how to act in public. You do not get to control our reproductive systems. You do not get to tell us how to dress. How about you exercise some self-control? Because I want to walk out my house butt-ass naked that does not give you the right to assault me. If I want to tell you you're doing a shitty job, I should be able to do that without you feeling like I'm PMSing or throwing a tantrum. Nah, bruh, you did a shitty job. You fucked this report up. Do it again. I'm getting hyped. I apologize. <laughs> I'm just over men. Like, I'm just over y'all. Like, y'all getting on my nerves and, ugh. Listen. I just can't. I just can't. These fragile white feelings. These fragile male egos. Everyone needs to grow some balls and man up. Okay? Fuck. I'm sorry. Um, my mom actually brought this next story to my attention. Some of you may recall, this was many, many, many years ago, but after Katrina, you know, Brad Pitt, Pitt, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie built lots of houses, um, down in New Orleans. Um, I believe they built the house in the, um, in the ninth ward, if I'm not mistaken. Seventh Ward? Ninth Ward? I can't remember. But anywho, the houses are falling apart. Um, he built the house alongside his foundation, Make It Right, but they're now being sued by residents of those homes um, because they're falling apart. You know? So my question is, I know that a ton of people um, after Katrina rushed to the city to try to do all type of philanthropic work. Some of it was um, out of a good place. Some of it was out of an opportunistic place. And it seems like maybe the Make It Right Foundation, I mean, maybe they came from a good place, but did you follow through with your contractors? Did you follow through with your inspections? Did you follow through with, you know, everything? But it's clear that you didn't because some of the residents have been reporting that there is mold um, from trapped water, poor air ventilation, electrical problems, plumbing issues. Listen, a house is not supposed to fall apart that quickly after it's built. Even these, um, you know, these cookie cutter neighborhoods that they're throwing up so fast. The quality in those are even better. You know what I'm saying? So the question now comes to me because I don't hate to be a pessimist, but it's like you built these houses in the ninth ward, right? You know that these are low income. So did you feel like you could just give them anything and that they would just take it? You see what I'm saying? 
Not to mention that the people who bought these homes, you know, they took out mortgages. So they have to pay their mortgage payment on top of the mounting like repair bill. I think that's pretty fucked up and I hope that the Make It Ralph Foundation does right by these people and stands by their product because look look you can come from a good place and with good intentions but when things go left you have to be a stand-up person and fix it there should be no passing the buck here make it right needs to reach out to all of their vendors and contractors and see how they can collaborate to make it right for these people you know what I'm saying? That's just how I feel about it. <sighs> Have y'all seen Brad Pitt lately? He's looking a little ragged. But that's probably because Angelina Jolie is a vampire and she's sucking the fucking life out of him. Sorry. <sighs> Starting to ramble. Um, what else? What else has been going on? I have again not been watching much tv this week um what did i watch pump the brakes i did watch um basketball wives listen to me everyone had been waiting the entire season to see malaysia throw this damn table and let me tell you that it did not disappoint okay one, I need to get in the gym so that I can toss tables across the room like that. And two, I need to get into the gym because I need to get my life together because it's tragic over here. Listen to me. VH1, executive producers, Shawnee. Can we please not freaking have Jennifer back next season? I don't want Kristen back next season either because they both get on my fucking nerves. Okay? Jennifer because she's clearly a pathological liar and doesn't even realize the lies that she tells like she's got like selective amnesia like girl and then Kristen like girl you're so fucking annoying and I could not stand the way that she kept like holding on to Malaysia and she's like let's count down 10 9 no no let's start over 10 no I'm like listen this is not your 17 month old your baby a one and a half Okay, this is not your 17 month year old. Okay, like, <sighs> getting on my nerves. Getting on my nerves. I watched Iyanla. I always have to like focus on saying her name. I watched Iyanla fix my life, and Brandy Maxiel was on there. And let me tell you about Brandy. She got on my nerves on Basketball Wives, and she got on my nerves on Iyama and let me tell you why she's so fucking manipulative listen you knew this man was cheating you found out that he cheated with like 300 women that sent you over the edge baby the five women should have sent you over the edge when are these women going to admit that they stay for a check they stay for a lifestyle but listen once you sell your soul for a lifestyle you have to deal with that because if you wouldn't let the mechanic cheat on you, you shouldn't have let this motherfucker cheat on you, okay? Miss me with all this, we gotta keep the family together shit because now you're using that little boy as a pawn because you're not letting him go, you're not letting him, her husband, take the son to go meet certain family members. You're using the child as a pawn. You're being manipulative. They're probably gonna stay together because... 
she probably going to take his ass to the cleaners and a divorce. And she wants to maintain a lifestyle. I mean, miss me with that bullshit. Okay, listen. I have a lot of energy this week. I don't know what's happening. I'm blowing off a lot of steam right now. Ugh, what else did I watch? Mm. I told y'all I stopped watching Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, right? I just, it's just stupid. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I think that's pretty much, I think it's the only two things that I watched this week. Um, ooh, Marriage Boot Camp freaking was on on Friday. And who is on Marriage Boot Camp this season? Kwani and Puma from Black Ink Crew. Um... Um, Polly D and Aubrey O'Day, uh, Mama D and Ernest, and then some other people I can't remember. Listen, all I want from Kwani is to admit that she lied The Caesar came to their house to start shit. Because Kwani is the sole reason as to why Puma and Caesar ended on the terms that they ended on they probably would have like split as friends eventually but they they wouldn't have split that volatile in my opinion if it hadn't been for her lying that's just me look an elephant never forgets goddamn it okay fuck and puma still look like a damn what he look like he looked like a you know what he looked like he looked like a wildebeest go get your lion king vhs Look at the cover. Look at one of the wildebeests in the background. Puma. Thank me later for that chuckle. Uh, what else? Let's get to some odd news. Uh, article title. Kangaroo gets the jump on Mississippi owners and fleas. <laughs> it's the jump. Get it? A kangaroo was on the run, or maybe the jump, in central Mississippi. The Simpson County Sheriff's Office says deputies have been looking for a 10-month-old kangaroo since he bolted from his new owners only minutes after arriving in Mississippi. The Shute family says they bought the kangaroo, named Ricky, from an online auction and were giving him a treat Friday when he escaped. First question. What type of license do you need to purchase a kangaroo? Second question, are there any exotic veterinarians in the state of Mississippi? Third question, do they live in like a rural area or like a city area? Fourth question, what do kangaroos eat? Is it gonna die on the wall? I just can't. I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> just thinking of all of these questions. Like, how does what? Because, I mean, people go to jail for getting, like, those exotic little monkeys. Like, those cute little monkeys. People go to jail for those all the time. And, you, and they usually go to jail or get the animal taken because they don't have the proper... Um, licensing so like do you need licensing to have a kangaroo this is a legitimate question I'm not gonna look up the answer because I don't care that much but 
That's really unfortunate. Let's see. Last odd news story. Headline. Novelist who penned How to Murder Your Husband essay charged with husband's murder. Now before I go any deeper, y'all gonna stop telling on yourselves, okay? The internet is real. <laughs> Words mean things. Jesus. She looked crazy too, y'all. She looked like she killed him a while ago and probably kept his body in the freezer. <laughs> I ain't shit. Okay. <clears throat> the article reads, How to get away with murder. Maybe don't write a blog post about it. <laughs> they made it funny. Okay. Last week, police in Portland arrested 68-year-old Nancy Crampton Brophy? Brophy? B-R-O-P-H-Y, Brophy, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, she is charged with the murder in the death of her 63-year-old husband, Chef Daniel Brophy. Mm. At 8.30 a.m. on June 2nd, police and medics arrive at the Oregon Culinary Institute after students and instructors arriving to the class found Brophy suffering from a gunshot wound. Mm. They tried to revive him, but weren't successful. Damn. So they were investigating it as a homicide, but had no immediate suspects. <sighs> so she's an author. She's a published author, self-published author of romantic suspense novels. Many featuring chiseled ex-Navy seals. Mmm. Let's see what she was thinking about. Damn. So I guess in 2011, she published this blog, How to Murder Your Husband. And then fast forward, she murdered her husband in the exact way that she, like, wrote about it. She weighed the pros and cons of different methods. Guns, they're loud and messy, require skill, knives, Really personal and up close, blood everywhere. Ew. Listen, they have been married for 27 years. I'm just, you cannot put anything past anyone anymore, okay? You just can't. I wonder if they're gonna do like a special on it, like a snapped special. Do y'all still watch the first 48? I used to love that show. It used to help me sleep. I didn't necessarily watch it for like, I mean, it's a morbid show, like it's a morbid show, but I used to like to watch them in the interrogation rooms like to see like how much pressure you can apply to a person before they like crack or start lying and you can tell when people are lying i don't know and carolyn mason was like my favorite person on there carolyn mason from memphis 901 poplar listen let me tell you a story about 901 poplar i got a mugshot taken up in there when i was 18 <laughs> 
I'm telling on myself, listen, y'all, I freaking got arrested for shoplifting when I was 18 years old while I was going to school in Memphis and I got to go to the infamous 901 Poplar. But because my parents got a little bit of bread, they made it go away. That's why I can do the things that I do now. <laughs> okay, maybe I should edit that part out. I'm not sure. Um, what else? I think that's it, y'all. I just want people to do better. I just want um, people to keep that same energy. Because, you know, if I run up, Don't cop a plea. Shout out to Nicki Minaj. Like, just keep that same energy. You know that passive aggressive bullshit that happens at the office where people got these big old cojones and emails, but as soon as you walk around to their desk, they like, oh, well, I didn't know. Nah, nah, nah. You put the shouty capitals in this email, so I need you to keep that same energy. Okay? These hoes be talking shit while you in the parking lot. Oh, well, let me just close the door back here and let's meet it. Oh, you don't have nothing to say now. Okay. Keep that same energy or shut the fuck up. Say what you mean and mean what you say. The moral of the story, the point of this entire episode is say what you mean and mean what you say. Stand on it. Okay. If I say that you a bitch to my homegirl, if you come and ask me, I'm going to say, yeah, I said it. And what you want to do about it? Okay? Now, I got this rheumatoid arthritis in my hands. You know, it's an autoimmune disease, and it makes my joints swell up. But I'm going to still hit your ass. And then I'm going to ice these hoes down later. I might have to go to the emergency room. But you going to know I went fucking round. Let me stop. I'm... <laughs> Let me stop, okay? Listen, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I greatly appreciate it. This is a great outlet for me. Like, I just, I'm falling in love with this more and more and more and more. Make sure you follow the show across all social media at Shades of Grey Pod. I'm still waiting to do my mailbag episode. Send me your questions. I have good answers. Send those to Shades of Grey Pod at gmail.com. Make sure you check out the blog at Shades of Grey Pod.com. Interact with me on Twitter. I'm on there the majority of the day and night just talking shit at CD Grey 89 Petty by the Pound. That's me. Okay? And um, I think that's it. I'm going to see y'all next week. <laughs>